But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. I think we're live. What's going on, everybody? I think everybody can hear us. This will be fun if we they don't, but I think they could. What's going on, everybody? Let us know in the comments if you can't for whatever reason. It is another episode of the Chop Sports Daily coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy Studio in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. Packed house. Behind the glass, we got Nick. We got Madison, who is come bearing gifts this morning. We got a brand new plant in the office, so we have to name it and water it and take care of it so it doesn't die and wither away. It, oh, it's a fake plant. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well, then forget it. All right, now we don't have to water. We don't have to act, take that extra step. You know, uh, you know, you know who's not fake? Me, when I tell my brother and my family that I love them. <laughs> like, the what? fuck is that? Who cares? Bro, yeah, that I was think, such a weird... I don't do you, know, man. I feel... That's I, I definitely don't tell my brother I love him, and I have not ever said it to him once in my entire life, that but it doesn't mean that weird, I don't. Bro. Don't I hope he's not watching right I now. I mean, here's this. Oh. But no, of course, it's understood in my family. I just think my my siblings and I have a different relationship where it's understood and I get, I'm it's, not, underst- I I get it's understood. You tell your sister you love her? Of course yeah, you do. Sisters and sisters you tell, it's you different. Got siblings, right? I have two brothers. Yeah. You tell me you love them? Yeah. Because you're a good human being. What's wrong with you, know. man? Like I don't say just, like poor, I, dude, I if me and my brother are walking out of the house and leaving my dad's, I'm not going to be like, "Danny, I love you." And leave. Like, it's always like, all right, man, talk to you. I love you, bro. That's it. Not, that's all you have to say. But to never tell your brother that you love him? Not a way yeah, to live. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think that I'm on an Good island morning, here. everybody. I think <laughs> that this is a, a more common thing than you think. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. Are you trying to, like, get cool points? Like, I... Like, ah, man, am I, I trying to get? My- am I trying to get cool points? I didn't even bring it up on the show. I just don't do it. I'm not, I'm saying like that's how how I operate. It has <laughs> zero to do with hate cool mail. Like, Nothing, this guy's. A I don't piece think anything I do is for cool points. Definitely. There's not my with brother my chiming in. <laughs> He's love you too, man. See, that's what I'm talking about. What's going on, Danny boy? All right. Anyway, what's up, everybody? We hope everybody's enjoying their Wednesdays. I'm for whatever reason in a decent mood, but we'll talk about why I want to rage right now and wearing the shirt and everything to prove it. Uh, but if you're watching this video, please be sure. To hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're brand new to the channel, welcome to Chop Sports. We do a daily show Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern. But guess what? The best thing about YouTube is you can catch up whenever you want. So if you are working, Ash, uh, and you have responsibilities at 11 and you can't watch The Price is Right or us, you can uh, you can watch us anytime. So tell your friends, share the stream, let everybody know. Um, also, Uh, Obviously, if you want to support us in a monetary way, head on over to patreon.com forward slash shop sports. This is the way to support us in a uh, fill our pockets and let's have us just rage and drink all night and just spend all your money. Now, this would be a really cool deal if you guys support us three, five, ten dollars. The ten dollar stuff is going to be enhanced within a couple, I want to say weeks, maybe a month. Uh, We'll have some new content. I believe next uh, Thursday, we're going to take a field trip to the the cap house, start kind of brainstorming things like that uh, with, with Kyle Kerms and extra content for you uh, if you're over there. So, Oh God, I got my brother and my mom in there today. So it's just like a family uh, affair right now uh, happening. And of course, uh, dat chat, right? You like dat chat? You you check it out once I every do, yeah. four months? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just, if, uh, if I could get in touch with these guys that run it, I just need my password back. Uh, who? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, 
<laughs> you got banned from Dad Chat already? Dad Chat is one of our social media pa- uh, platforms and partners. Uh, they talk all things. I'm telling you right now, it's one thing to have the, the chat itself, like the groups, but it's another thing to learn all about the technology these guys are rocking with. So shout out to my boy Glenn and Dat Chat. New, up and coming, uh, publicly traded. So it's not like it's some random Joe Schmo. I just created an app in my mom's basement. It's literally all like fully functional social media platform uh, where you can't get kicked off. Like, I don't know, like Tommy D does every third day of the week for saying something stupid. You can't do that. There's like no filter. And I think Elon is trying to do that with Twitter, but I'm still, I'm still catching vibes that certain things aren't going through. Like if I say, what's the guy that uh, he fought last night? Hegel. I said, Hegel's a pussy. He got no, n- nothing. He got no, no recognition. I was like, mm, this one didn't make the algorithm. This one's not getting through to my followers. Uh, but I'll get into that in a minute. If you guys want to hang out with us, you could do so by checking out the Chop Sports Barbecue going down on June the 26th, 2020 dose. Uh, that's, that's probably not how to say 22. It's 20 dose, right? 20 dose? You don't know? You don't speak Spanish? Yes. Thank you. I, See? I could speak Thanks, Spanish. Nick. I could count, but I have to actually do it. There's a long running joke with me and my dad. 22. I went up to nine and I'm like, nieve, 10. Like, I didn't know what 10 was for a long time. Um, but now kids are learning Spanish in like second grade. So it's like insane yeah, to me. Yeah, I have all my nieces and nephews are, are half Mexican. They can't speak one <laughs> word. So I have no idea what you're talking about. They're all in second grade or higher. Actually, one of them's not. But still. And they're fine. No, no, really? Yeah, no, not, not even a shred. Huh. All right. So, um, that's a myth. So, yes. Yeah, so the barbecue, please join us on the 26th. Uh, let us know. RSVP. There was an email that flashed up on the screen. You should know the email by now. Um, but we're trying something different. We don't have the massive monstrosity TV behind us. So every time I have to glance down at my laptop just to kind of give it uh, the old look ski to make sure that nobody's going nuts in the chat. But we also obviously have Nick bringing up some of the key comments. I'm going to still move this a little farther over so it doesn't look like I'm looking too far off. Um, yeah. So. Right before we started, same news that we started with yesterday, started with today, before I get into the tragedy that was the Rangers, uh, more players off the PGA Tour. That is, to me, it's like, I told you guys, this was a cosmic shift, and it was going to start trickling down to the rest of the players, and the PGA lost a good one in Patrick Reed. (laughs) No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, I will go to bat for... For anybody, any other golfer, that man is a scumbag and has been literally. <laughs> Which is why they lost a good one because no, every he's sport, a G. Every sport needs the man that you need to hate. And right, scumbag he's the people's the champ. Yeah, and that's Rory McIlroy. Nobody likes Rory. Him. So why, is Rory. Why, why is he a scumbag? Because he cheated. Yes, you don't cheat. Like cheated in golf. Yeah. <laughs> Could you? Think I mean, of so anything, did Eddie Guerrero. He's a Hall of Famer. Could you think of anything cooler <laughs> than cheating in golf? Honestly, I mean, if you're a golfer, you probably don't want to hear that. How do you that. even cheat in the PGA Tour? What do you just? Like, isn't do you fudge your numbers? Like, do you fudge the cards? Well, he, it started with him cheating in college. So he cheated through college, got accused of that. <laughs> got his Still degree. He, he just, got went, his from, degree he just went from here. I was like, all right, I never heard of him before no, this morning. He, then he went up to here when I heard he cheated in the PGA Tour. And then he, he tells me he cheated in college and then still. It started in college. That's A Rod status to me. I fucking love A Rod status. I love it. And you just I, don't care? Yeah. Yeah. How yes. much is he gambling on golf, too? I guarantee there's more. <laughs> My brother, who's tell an avid about, golfing fan, has brought more up about Patrick that Reed is a douche. <laughs> See, my brother golfs, so he probably can't appreciate somebody trying to get a leg up in golf. But, yeah, like, but how do you cheat? Like, do you, like, kick your ball? Like, in that episode of Entourage where you're just, like, kicking that ball right? He's like, was that a four? I'll give him a three. Yeah, like, how this is three? national TV. It's, it's publicized events. There's people all over. The gallery <laughs> is right there. What are you doing? How are you cheating? And then, and then of course, I'm confused, but AJ in his, so uh, cool. in AJ in his AJ voice of, you don't cheat, you don't fuck. 
<laughs> that is AJ straight up. That is funny. Uh, there it is. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. But obviously, you know what's going to happen now. The trickle down effect is going to be more golfers joining this Saudi. What is it? The Live Golf Invitational. Mm-hmm. And we don't know exactly what it is. Is it a season? Is it? It's a, definitely a season and a tour. It's definitely it's a, like it's their own. Tour they're going to play in multiple season. deserts. So these guys have a chance to win prize money in the events that they're in. I'm they're they're guaranteed this money, and then they have a chance to win more money. Yeah. in the events. So it's a no brainer. The PGA Tour has been giving guys a lot of money. They're either going to have to pony up or they're going to have to adjust their rules and allow these stars that are golfing elsewhere mm. to golf in the majors. Well, they are, but the one that they're not allowed, apparently, from what I've read, is the PGA, which means if you're leaving the PGA, then you can't play so in the you PGA. So you get to go three of the four? Okay. I'm just right? saying a lot of these guys are getting money. To me, it's a, non, it's a non-decision. If I'm a golfer, I'm going, no doubt about it. And... Eventually, you might see them alter that. Are European tour golfers allowed to, to golf in the uh, PGA Championship? Say it one more time. Like, if you're on the European tour, uh huh, you're allowed to participate in the majors. Is that one exempt also? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 that's a question for, because the, if it for is, the masses. If, I don't because know. if it isn't, then they're already making a stipulation for golfers that aren't on the PGA tour. So there's already precedent set. Then they could follow suit very, very easily mm. with the same, with the live right. invitation or whatever we're calling it. Whatever it is, they're ordering a, which I'm called. Ryan said good morning to everybody except Scoop and, and Sauce, but then he said I ordered 20 pizzas uh, boxes to Scoop's house for 2 p.m. First of all, Ryan, if you're going to be ordering anybody pizza, send it our way, okay? I know he but didn't. I think the, but if he did, the thing is like a prank where Scoop's going to have to pay. Ah, yes. When it gets Scoop. There. Yes. Remember how Scoop and Ka got introduced? Uh, I don't. We were doing that shit show of a live for week one. And Scoop was chiming in in the comments, and I was like, somebody order us a pizza. Oh, that's right. Scoop, Scoop then sent a pizza, wow. and Kyle then gave Scoop a free membership in return. Huh. And that's how they got introduced. Now they hate each other. <laughs> Go figure. It's not really a deep-rooted it, hatred. It's, it's a love. It, they love each other. They really do. They're almost best friends at this point, uh, but I love them both. Anyway, uh, I guess we have to get into it. Uh, I mean, not by choice, but the uh, my beloved New York Rangers uh, get sparked last night by the lightning. Um, I just actually used that as a... I didn't do, like, no pun. Like, I just usually use the word sparked, but I guess with lightning kind of works. Um, but, yeah, so shitty game uh, from the Rangers last night. I, it, to be honest with you, I thought I was watching game three all over again. Just lazy puck handling. Just Every time you thought that there was, like, this little ounce of space the lightning were just on you. It was a swarming effect. Like there was no open space. They had some looks, especially when they started the third period, that guy had a wide open look. Their goalie is playing top notch as he should be. I mean, he's one of the best in the world for a reason. He did it again. He played really well. Come on. Andre Vasilevsky. Thank you. I didn't want you to say it. God no. damn. I was like, Mr. this Hockey is over suck. here to I say can't it. say his name. Because I was making graphics this morning, and I was like, wait, what's the what's the lightning goalie's name? And nobody knew it. And we're all big hockey fans here, and it's crazy because he's if the you're best a, goalie in the world. If you're a scoreboard watcher, the one of them was an empty net. So it was only it was 3 nothing, and then the Rangers scored one. And then, you know, <laughs> my brother sent me the uh, Angels in the Outfield graphic of the little, little boy saying, um, it could happen. Like, just maybe we can come back. I was like, Dan, there's like six minutes left. I was like, I'm just glad we didn't get shut out, you know? Yeah. Um, but just overall, Rangers look like uh, poo-poo in the last two games. And now it goes back to New York. And it's a best of three series. Uh, the home ice is now with the Rangers. They're 8-1 and one this playoffs at home. The one loss is a triple overtime loss. The first game of the actual entire tournament. Uh, so they haven't lost at home since. So with that, you would think, 
all right, you know, let's not panic. But if they play the way they've been playing the last two games, I mean, I can't imagine that. You're going to go back to the garden. You're going to feel that energy in the garden. Those people are going to bring you up, and you're going to feel good about game five. But it's like, if you, I, I know, feel man. good about game five as a Tampa fan with the momentum I got. Oh, the momentum is the absolutely swung. No, I don't give a shit. Not even close. I just kind of want hockey to be over one way or another. Wow, you are just like, there's hockey fans in here. I understand. Literally I'm working I'm not, in look, here. Look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be one. I'm saying that I struggle talking about hockey. So when we're sitting here and it's like 10 minutes, I'm I like, think, I what think could I do? Is my mic you, broken? What, if you, you gave know? yourself a chance to watch hockey, on the regular. You know how many times I've heard this in my life? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm 40. Listen, my aunt used to <laughs> my aunt used to say, you know, if I said like I didn't like steak. Like, ah, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing. No, I do. No, you don't. I do. Because I'm, if you and actually I'm, and I'm you're a very competitive okay dude, high strong, high energy, Thanks. right? Not so much high strong, but high energy. No, I am high strong. All right, well, whatever right. the case may be, this is the game for you, bro. I mean, you can't judge it based off watching the PBA, the Woolwich Hockey Police against this, the, the. I've said this on the show. You can't judge hockey I'll on say, that. I've said this on the show, and I understand the excitement when somebody finally does break through and score a goal. But because I'm high strung and because I have no patience and things like that is the exact reason why I can't watch it. Because, like I said, when I'm watching hockey, if the team I'm mm. rooting for has the puck, it looks like I just feel like I'm in a bad dream. I'm in a fight, and I can't throw a punch. That's what it looks like when Don't hockey. You love those dreams when you're trying to run away from something. You're like, so nah, it's like me sitting nah, there for, for three it. periods of hell, and just un, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like hockey. Hockey makes Gooch uncomfortable. All right. Well, in any event, hockey just game five going down tomorrow me. at the Garden. Uh, we got to get it back. Um, the only way we win this series is if we win the next game. I don't care how else they finish it all. They lose tomorrow. Good night, Irene. And it's a, a whole season wasted. So they, but they, you know what? Not, but not to cut you off. But like yeah. the Rangers right now are playing way over their heads, right? Like you know they weren't supposed to be here. Okay, so like the happy to be here feeling lasted about eight minutes into the first I was game. Say, are we getting moral victory? No, 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 no. no. Moral right victory, Dave is not old, coming out. He's not, not coming out right it's now. The conference finals. It, at first, it was. It was like, wow, I can't believe we got extra hockey in June. This is so much fun, right? Then you win one game, and you're like, wow, I can't believe we won one game, right? Then you win game two, and you're like, holy fuck, we're going to the cup, right? You're, like, you're getting it like, oh, here we go. I you won better. Then you're up 2 nothing in game three. And then you're right, right. See, look at that. See, analysis. How about that? So, right, I, I would, that feeling went out the window. No more happy to be here. It's now time to win the damn thing, like Jake Taylor style. There's only one thing left to do, win the whole fucking thing, right? And, like, and I felt like they had that chance. After game two, I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, we're we're in this thing to the end. Um, Nick, what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, that's all right. Uh, if if the Rangers do come home, which, well, they are coming home, and they win this game in the Garden, you got to think back to game three, though. They did give Tampa a run for their money that game at in Tampa Bay. So if they can go back for, what would it be, game six? Mm -hmm. If they go back, because it goes back to Tampa, I believe, game six. So if they go back game six, and they play like they did game three, but maybe not let up, you know, the three unanswered goals. I oh, is that, the, is that the idea, Nick? <laughs> you know, well, if they just don't let up goals, they might win. No, but, I, it, but you gotta, they, I, I get they it. played well in Tampa once. I think they can do it again if they get this win uh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow night's big. I thought yesterday was even big. This this one's even bigger. I guess we'll preview that a little bit. Maybe I'll talk to Salerno Tampa of the squeaky book. probably. All right, will you knock it the 
knock it off. All right, I'm already so you, series you just, is over. You just added one game to your previous prediction. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just <laughs> add, and then when they lose again, Tampa in seven, and then like Tampa's gonna win in nine, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on. That's yeah, like, like a running thing. I say Yankees in four, no matter who they're playing, and if they lose, it's Yankees in five, mm. Yankees in six. I've done that my whole life. Jimmy was questioning if I knew where Goodnight Irene came from. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Actually, I don't know where Goodnight Irene comes from. I just know the phrase. So thank you, Jimmy, for calling me out. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, you're the best. Uh, I feel Jimmy like comes from every fucking movie I've ever seen. I've I've heard that a lot. Good night, Irene. I feel like it's um, uh, I don't know. It's obviously it's a movie, but like I'm just trying to figure out what movie or what sports moment or something. Good night, Irene. I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, maybe one of our uh, esteemed interns can look that up. Where the frig does Good Night Irene come from? <laughs> anyway, um. Jimmy actually texted me last night as the Rangers are playing. Like, did you see Stanton's bomb? <laughs> I'm just like, first of all, I'm watching the Rangers. I don't do the split screen thing when it's like game 40 of the MLB season or game like four of the NHL Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not splitting it up. I'll go watch the Yankees highlights after or catch it when it's if they're still on simultaneously. I'll catch it after the game. Uh, but the Yankees get it done again. Um, like you said before, that pitcher they fed to the Wolves, his, his high fastball was 92 miles an hour. And <laughs> Judge was like, yeah, this is fun. And just let hit one into orbit that hasn't landed yet. Um, so the Yankees get one done. Bigger story in New York right now, though, is the polar bear is down. Um, bro, and I said this on Twitter last night when it happened. I'm like, when it, when are they going to fight? When, when are they going to throw hands and like actually be like, stop throwing at our guys like because at this point now it's every other night it feels like you know what i mean like it's not obviously it's not every other night but that's the feel you feel like some met is getting thrown at right and now you just have to hope for the best because if um alonzo is out for an extended period of time like we've been talking about hitting the wrist i think it was like the uh, middle orbital uh something in his hand or wrist right so it's it's a big deal if it's broke i mean there's x-rays that are gonna go down today i believe which i'm so sick of that like they have all the modern technology in the world. They should have been able to diagnose that shit at 11 p.m. last night. You know what I mean? Like, by the way, he's got a broken hand. But you got to wait the next day. Like, I guess for the swelling to go down, all that jazz, I get it. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I only play one on TV. I mean, but not really. I don't think you have to. If I if I broke my ankle today, I would go to the, the hospital. They would take an x-ray. Like Right. right so you right would think, away. like, just get it done, man. Like, I, they, I don't know they what might the have already done is. the x-rays for all we know. They probably did it right there as soon as it was done. But maybe there's an MRI. I have no idea. That's actually a good point. Just do the fucking x-ray and let us know. Right. So now you're, you got the, the Mets all like, and they're holding the breath and they're waiting for this result because if you lose Alonzo, now I, under, I understand we the big topic of conversation the last couple of days was the Mets are able to weather all these pitching storms, right? You lose Max, you lose DeGrom. Largely you lose all because the, of their lineup. Right. So now you start messing around with their lineup. And now Marte also gets hurt last night trying to steal second. So... I don't know his extent. He stayed in the game, I believe, for at least one more. Not a, a bad, but at least he was on second or tried to still say. I'm not sure if he stayed in the game, actually. That, that's not true. They I shouldn't both, say that. They both exited. It's a good, they thing, they, exited. It's a good so thing the Mets have a 13-game lead in their division, though. Yeah, but it is. They're it, in a, yes, they're still in a it's good very spot. good at this point. And it's if, very if, good. It could be a one-week thing. It's not necessarily that he's out for a while. It could be a bone bruise. It could be nothing. Right. Uh, it, it could be precautionary. I, it looked bad. Yeah, was, and, and we don't wish that on anybody. It hit him dead square in the wrist wait was it you said it was a check swing yeah he, he was going to he was like going to swing oh so it wasn't it. a throw at i thought he got thrown somebody all these twitter yeah, people but were jumping down hit, my throat about it getting thrown it at. doesn't mean that he got um it was it, high it, and tight it, i guess it was inside it was, okay it was way too inside it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that he's he broke it it no, means that it I, hurt it probably hurt it, it looked bad watching it i just, I just rewatched it 
The, the only other thing, too, uh, I don't know if you HIPAA saw laws. <laughs> Jimmy comes in. HIPAA laws. That's why you don't know. That's not true at all. Um, but anyway. last night, too, Donaldson got – well, I don't know if it was necessarily thrown at, but the, a ball came in eye level on him. Really? Yeah. I mean, huh. we, could, we could probably – Interesting. <laughs> I'd say that people are going to be buzzing Donaldson back for a while. Yeah. That's such a – no, it's not. It's so – what are we doing? Like what? Dave, they're playing baseball. No, they're not playing baseball. Yeah. At this it, point, they're not playing look, baseball. Look, when, when a Yankee pitcher buzzes Go somebody back – fight him. Fight. When a, when a Yankee Drop pitcher, the gloves. When fight. a Yankee pitcher buzzes somebody back, I'm like, fuck yeah. I love it. But in response to something. It could be in response to what he said. It could be in response to – But how what, long what are, are we going to drag this on? You're going to keep buzzing back Josh Donaldson the entire year? Just because, like, I'll I remember be, that time I would be in May back when you did this. Yeah, fuck that, bro. That's just it's bullshit. I, I don't know. I disagree. Leave I think, Joshy I think, alone. I think letting letting them police themselves and do things like this is good for the game. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it gets dangerous at some point. Yeah, you hit him in the start, head, knock him clean out. You can kill a guy. I like didn't that, say it's so not you know. dangerous. It's dangerous to go over the middle in the NFL. That's true. Too. You know, the, there's just there's, there's, inherent, there's inherent dangers <laughs> when you, when you get in the batter's box as it is. Understanding you shouldn't have guys throwing at your face. I'm not all. I'm not saying throw at someone's face, but buzzing somebody back like isn't throwing at someone's face. That's that's normal. Every good pitcher buzzes people back. If you're not doing it, you're probably getting hit really hard. Fair. And then if you're doing it with intent because you don't like somebody, then yeah, do it, do it. Just don't hit him in the face. Buzz him is better than hitting him in the back. Even. I mean, if you hit him in the in the ball like the small of the back. Letting somebody know, like, yo, I don't fucking around you, in the butt or you're crowding the plate you know? a little bit too much. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. This is Major League Baseball. We're all clamoring for sports to be the way they were, and, and like, it's too soft now. And everybody's then complaining about guys getting buzzed back. Not you, per se, but I feel like that general, was a personal jab. No, him right here. He's saying, <laughs> I don't know if it's good for the game. I think that when bench is clear, what happens to the fans? They get what, what happens to the crowd? Yeah, they get when, excited. When, when the bench is clear. Yeah, when the at, bench is clear, they just get in a big huddle. Let's just say you're huddle, at a huddle. It doesn't huddle. matter what happens, right? What happens in, <laughs> uh, on the field, which is actually a good thing that they're not fighting because that would be what? Dangerous, right? But when they but when they crowd, <laughs> when they, when they the clear the benches, the is. when they clear the benches, wherever I'm at, I'm, I grab whoever I'm with and say, yo, the Yankees are, are about to fight. And everybody crowds around the TV. That's good for the game. Ratings. I, mean, I, I read a really funny, bad, but I, I look, I'm all for <laughs> stick it. Like, you know, if your teammate gets hit, hit in the back or like, you know, targeted by a pitcher, Hey, I'm all for the, you know, retaliate, but I'm just saying, do not go above up, the neck, above the neck. That's right. my only thing. You can do whatever you want. Fine. I don't care. It's great. I love if you stick up for your teammates, although Donaldson is still probably hurt by the fact that his teammates didn't stick up for him, but that's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All righty. Anyway. Um, no, he had to walk off. Everything I did see fine. a funny tweet, though, last night that came out. It says, like, are the Yankees on yes tonight, or do I got to subscribe to Animal Planet? <laughs> like, bro, this is I, getting bad, unreal. dude. I hate This is bad. Uh, oh, it's horrible. Dude, games. all right. First of all. Like, welcome to 2022 where everybody sells out. We're talking about the Yankees being cheap yesterday, right? No, no. They're making plenty of money because Apple's paying them. Amazon Prime's paying them. No, everybody's no, no. paying them for the rights. No, they're being cheap. They're still being cheap. I, I, they're making see, I so even, much money hand over fist, and they're not in, increasing. I mean, they're still the third payroll, but they aren't spending the way you would want them to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my mom coming in. Where are the knickknacks that you usually have in the background? Are you renovating again? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, Mom. We're renovating again. Um, it's a fluid situation. I gotta tell. I gotta talk to her and show her the new technology where you know things will be popping up, so we won't need anything back there. We're just getting ready. We're getting prepped. Um, you could have loaded in the promo video that you did yesterday and just shown it to the people. Well, I maybe, told you, I, I didn't. Tomorrow. I didn't even post it because it was choppy, and I wanted to make sure okay. everything was good. So I'll probably do another one. Oh no, I'm I'm out. How are we doing over there? We're okay. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ. See, that's, I'm just nervous. Anyway, moving on. Right. Got ourselves. Guess what? After a month delay, we have NBA finals to talk about. <laughs> They're back in action tonight. Um, eight o'clock, nine o'clock start. Yeah. yeah nine o'clock start. Yeah, of course. Nine o'clock. Fucking nine o'clock. It's, it's Wednesday. Like the only thing I'm watching on Wednesday normally is, 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 uh, Listen, we've gone through this AEW, right? So if you're if you're a Golden State Warriors fan, yes, you're watching at six. You would have to watch the game. How, any I, earlier, how convenient is that? You get any, home from work any earlier, any earlier, and you're missing part of the game. They have to accommodate the West Coast in the NBA Finals. They have no choice. Who decided on time zones? Once upon a time, who was that guy? When you're on the left coast, guess what? We're going three hours back. Hasn't it been written off you, that there's no more daylight daylight savings time? That's it, right? That's over. So why don't we just eliminate time zones? Do I have to actually explain it? No, because <laughs> just eliminate time zones. It wouldn't work. Why? Because the sun? Because, because it will be dark during the day. Who and cares? Like, it, go to Alaska. It's dark um, for fucking eight days in a row. So where do you want them to base this off of? The here, East Coast. Here, right? I would it doesn't imagine. actually doesn't I would matter. Imagine. No, no, right? it doesn't matter. Start in the West. Start in the West. Start so at, I'm not going to sit here and do so the basic midnight in the West, and to say what it, it would be. It would be getting light at like... At like three o'clock, who right? cares? Or dark? So I have no idea. Your, adjust your. We would lose daytime or, or gain it one way or the other. Too much, you get it? Or it just wouldn't be daytime at all during the day, and it would be opposite. So if you were lived in another side of the world, and there's just I'm no talking about the United States of America, bro. Just get rid of the time zones. <laughs> do I sound it's ridiculous? A tough situation here. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do. I could I could co-sign on the daylight savings thing. It makes no sense. I don't really. So give who a cares? Shit one way Scoop. Or Japan would be noon and pitch black. Don't care. Don't care about Japan and what they what they're doing with their time. I'm talking about the fact that these NBA games are starting. It's a global economy. It's a global economy. Global economy. Not that it, it matters, all stinks because it already is, like it already is like the opposite in Japan now. So uh, it wouldn't yeah. matter. Yeah. What? <laughs> Bailey, you're losing me, bro. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just I'm just saying if there was no time zones, things would be different. It'd be a lot different. So this game actually will go down tonight. Uh, keys to victory, Cooch. What do we got? I mean, look, obviously the last game uh, went in in very much favor of Golden State. They they all splashed down. There's new Splash Brothers. There's all this other shit. I would say through the first two games, even though this series is tied at one, I would say the only good thing the Celtics have like actually produced is the fourth quarter of game one. You know what I'm saying? Or convincingly, you know, so they played really good. They me played why. really good in the second quarter of game one too, but didn't really matter because Golden State blew them out in the third. But yes, they've they've played two really, really, really good quarters. And other than that, no, I have, well, that's no, what I'm saying. I have no reason why I would say that there should be three and a half point favorites. So that's what I'm saying. Give me the reason why they're three and a half point favorites. Why? Why? why what is what has been shown in this series through two games that that all of a sudden Boston has a leg up? And don't tell me Al Horford's sister who appeared on the sauce, her deep analysis, like they won every time they lost after and maybe. Right, <laughs> I'm just saying it was brutal. Yeah, I didn't. It's not see, I didn't actually watch it yet, but, well, no, it's not but I will say that Golden State has been clearly the better team. They're the clear favorites going into the series. So 
being that they're home is the only real reason that I would give them that them points. I still think Golden State wins this game outright. Getting two, getting three and a half. Yeah, if you're giving me points, get off it's it. Crazy, I'm all over crazy, that. Crazy, crazy, but crazy. It, it, but is that the scheme here? Is Vegas like, oh, the world's going to bet Golden State? Honestly, plus I haven't three looked half. into it too much. All I'm looking at is when I see it, it jumps out at me. Maybe I'm with the public on this. I feel like everybody's going to be betting Golden State tonight. That's what I'm saying. Like, But like, find me a reason why anybody at this my, point. My only reason why would be because everyone's going to be betting Golden State. That's it. And I should have well, watched, not a, that's not I a, I'm watched Kyle's video so I could have poached his Give me stats. a basketball reason why I should bet the Celtics right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's one thing like, oh, the world is on this, on this betting side. I'm not talking about betting side. Like, tell me why the Celtics can win this game tonight. It's hard, right? Hard pressed to figure out what. Like, I mean, the, Tatum's going to have to be in because God they mode. obviously have shown resilience. It's not like they don't have the capabilities of beating Golden State. They have. They destroyed them in that one quarter. They could shoot the way they shot in game in game one. At the end of the game, the entire game. So, if they come out there and play their best game and they execute and they're making the extra pass the way they were in that fourth quarter, then there's your answer. If Al Horford hits six threes again, then there's your answer. All those things, I think the likelihood of that happening are, are pretty low. But I just want to see a good game. Really, I don't really give a shit. I Boston think is officially 6-0 coming off a loss in the playoffs. That coming from uh, the, that okay, deep so, stat is talking, coming from so Al Horford's that, I guess that helps the, the case for Boston. But to me, I don't really think that that matters because this is game seven now of that of that scenario. 6-0, and those games are already won. I know that that's something that Toast kind of rides with, trends. And I don't think Kyle kind of – I don't think Kyle does that. I think he takes each game – Game by game basis. Did Kyle pick Golden State in this? I I, I guess not, well, to, I didn't watch the video. Go tune into Kyle Kerm's YouTube page, and I guess it's the newest video. It's with him and Al Horford's sister. You you already know who she picked. I would imagine based on that. Why Kyle, is uh, Kyle now, went head up with her? Explain it to me. I think he picked Golden State. Explain based on it that. to me, like I'm uneducated when it comes to Al Horford's sister. Why is she relevant? Because she's Al Horford's sister. Get that's it. There's got to be something else. She has a like I Steph guess, Curry's cousin picked Golden State Warriors. Oh, good. You know, like well, why? Well, what is what two is things? The, one relevant for who? Like, is she like relevant in the basketball media world? Probably right. not, but she probably has like a decent social media following due to the fact that she's Al Horford's sister. So relevance in what arena? I in, guess on Instagram probably has a decent following and, and gets a, a good buzz in her comment section. People get to talk to Al Horford's sister and, and socialize. I think there's some merit to that. I'll ask Matt. I'm not taking her analysis. I'll ask Madison the since she's caught up in all the TMZ stuff. Do you have any idea who Al Horford's sister is? No, not a clue, right? So, I mean, no. she knew the name of Bro, uh, you Patrick be, Mahomes' kid. You got to be an NBA head. <laughs> when, when, when Kyle was talking about it, I know who she is. But I only know I only put two and two together. I don't know her Twitter or anything like that. But Scoop did. Because he's a basketball guy, you know. So if you're an NBA head, then you're in, you're. I guess you're into that kind <laughs> yeah, of shit, or into Al Horford's sister. Anyway, Ben Wexler, what up, bro? Long time no see. It's uh, always fun to see uh, all so you 19 go. of your kids actually graduating. I and think, stuff. that's did crazy. You that comment, Nick, the one <laughs> that Kyle put about. Oh, here we go. Al I picked Horford's Golden sister. State plus three and a half. Anna Horford is a popular Twitter because she openly beefs with people. She called out Tatum for being soft. She always she's always fighting with the celebs about NBA basketball. Then cool, you know. But to call Tatum soft. Yikes. Just yikes. Just well, don't I mean, do at it. the time, he might have been playing soft. Fine, but that's like... There was know, a lot of infighting with Boston early in the year. They were playing like shit. Boston yeah. was a shit team in the first month, maybe even month and a half. And I think Marcus <laughs> Smart was talking shit about Jalen Brown and Tatum. So it wasn't like it wasn't without merit. They were playing bad, and they were playing soft. Their defense was bad. All what they did, whether it was the comments from Al Horford's sister, whether it was Marcus Smart calling out the stars, it all came together, and it worked, so... Okay. Al, keep talking shit to those celebs. 
I don't blame her for that. A I lot mean, of people talk a lot of shit about her brother, only, and she just capes up for him. Nothing wrong. It's with that. only she uh, loves her brother. Is there uh, is there anything wrong with her loving her brother? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna throw that all Come the way, on, bro. Full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, anyway, what's your pick? You take you riding Golden State, hundred percent. Yeah, because I am. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I might dust State. out. I might actually dust out the old betting account and um and place one. I will tell you what, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bet this game so heavy <laughs> that if we I win my bet. I could potentially buy game seven tickets to the Rangers if it goes seven. How about that? Because I haven't been to a playoff game yet. This is like ridiculous. I feel like a scum of a fan who can't get to the garden uh, unless it's uh, Kyle's dime who <laughs> brought us to the Knicks game that so day. So we have a little bit more analysis coming in from the toast, and it's Boston only five and four at home during these playoffs during the regular season with a 28 and 13 record. The Warriors have not been good on the road, two and five against the spread. So if you want to go. If you want to put your put you in a blender now because now you don't know who to pick, I still think <laughs> I, I'm Golden still State. Golden State, and I'll probably take the over too, because um, I, I think Tatum does have a nice night. That's my prediction. Tatum's going to have a 35, 40 point night and lose because that's been a trend. You want to talk about trends? It always happens where these one of these hero guys goes crazy, plays hero ball, scores a bunch, and they can't get it done because he's not enough. All eyes are on Steph in the fourth quarter. I really want him to answer the bell. See if he could do it. What bell? In the fourth quarter, what, what do you mean? What bell? It's like the I'm proverbial saying, like, bell. It's really like a I know what that means. When you, when like in, in the third quarter, I, when I know the, what that means. I'm just quarter, saying. Like, I just thought it was under the third. It's like ding ding. And I just like thought it was quarter. understood that he was a good basketball player. Like yeah, but he's been getting roasted because he hasn't won an NBA Finals MVP and largely disappears and gets carried in the fourth quarter. That's the knock on Steph's legacy. Okay, he doesn't do well in the fourth quarter. He played well in the fourth quarter, I think, in game two. I'm with it. But game one, he disappeared. I'm with Golden State tonight. Um, I might, I mean, obviously, I would take a money. And line. honestly, Kyle's probably going to come back with some hard data on shitting on the point. He probably didn't even play good in the fourth quarter. But uh, was, I, yeah, but I one. think the better, uh, honestly, if you, I'm trying to think, if you're hard pre if you're the one that's going to ride Golden State tonight, I say bet the money line. I know it's a bigger, uh, it's a decent spread. If I'm going like, to do something like that, I'll probably just split it. If I'm going to make I'll, like a I'll five and a five, half a unit on the on the game <laughs> yeah. spread, and then half a unit on the money line. I'm with it. All right, cool. Anyway, speaking of money, are you worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement? Because I can't speak, or how you'll pay for it in long term health care if you need some long term health care? How are you going to pay for this? Well. Stop worrying. Your family's going to be fine because we have Michael Fusco. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for a greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's consultation for all you non-Italians. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. You done rotating around, bro? It's time to talk about whatever I'm going to get for Father's Day because somebody better buy me some Manscaped stuff even that though I get is it for right free. head on over to manscape.com use the promo code chop sports for 20 percent off the entire order got a bunch of bundles on there for father's day starting with the father's day package 2.0 it pretty much has everything we've ever talked about on this show plus boxer shorts you get the lawnmower 4.0 you get the ear and nose hair trimmer you get the crop shaver 2.0 which is a razor you couple that with the lawnmower and you get nice and close and you bust out the razor it's got all the shave gels the exfoliators Trust me, it's a, it's a life changer. It is. Head on over to Manscaped. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS. 
What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. All right. All right. Here's some news. I did read this on Calhoun's Facebook this morning, but Joe LaCorey coming in. The Woodbridge Barons, my beloved Barons right now uh, in baseball in the sectional finals. Congrats to Coach Monaco and his entire staff. Hell yeah. Let's go, Wood. I know they actually, uh, did they win in extras? I don't know. They won their game yesterday to get to this. So go get them. I think their game is Friday, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, if it's home, yeah, I can probably make it. I would love to get down there and watch a baseball game, uh, especially, you know, it's, it's my alma mater, you know, like, so why not? Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, what else we got? Okay, yeah, so Kyle asked about this before. Um, or yeah, I, I feel like it's a fake list. It's it got to be a be. fake list. Bring this up real quick there, uh, Nick. All right, there's your uh, 2022 NFL head coaching rankings, according to Pro Football Focus. We think this is bogus. Yeah, it was given this. to us by... I want to preface yeah. this with the story behind this. Yes. So Kyle yesterday posted this in our group chat, and he said, guys, please address this tomorrow because this is the worst list that I've ever seen, and I agree. It's it. Like, I mean, we're going to break it down a little bit, but we've searched a little bit through the internet, and I don't think that it's real anymore. But we already established the fact that we were going to talk about it. So if somebody out there... It's could, not fake, according to Kyle. It's on their website. Wow, that's absurd. That is so, ridiculous. So now I feel a lot better about having put the time in to make this graphic, and now I could really shit on this fucking list. I'm writing, hold on, I'm writing them down as we do this. Um, Andy Reid, Kingsbury, because I mean, I want to take the graphic down and, and talk about it. Carol, and then there's LaFleur. All right, so prior I'll, I'll talk that. a little Shanahan. bit here. Ahead, so yeah. obviously we understand that Bill Belichick just gets the GOAT status. I don't think that he's the best coach in football as it stands going into this season in terms of the staff that he put together and things like that. I'm factoring in all things. But obviously, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. All right, you take it so, down, Nick. So he's clear-cut the number one coach in the league. Yeah, you got to give it to him. No no doubt about it. Um, you wrote him down? I wrote him down. So here, Belichick. I mean, put it in a place where we both can see it. Uh, Belichick, number one. I don't agree with that at all. That team might be very bad this year. I, I don't know if we can even put uh, yeah. him up so in the I'm rankings. So I'm not putting Bill Belichick as like going into this season. So the criteria that they're having, I would say, is a collective, which makes it a little more alarming to me because then you have Collective? Guys. That can't be it, too. Because then you got John Harbaugh at two, coming off a season where they missed the playoffs. They were a red hot for a little while. And then, you know, Lamar's, they lose Marquise, whatever. Andy Reid, fine. That that one finally makes sense, right? It's already, that, that one makes sense where he's on this list as a top 10 coach. This is where it starts to get really egregious. You can't argue Bill Belichick because it's like, fine. It's like, why people say Brady's the, the best quarterback. It's like, he's not the best this year. But when people put him at the top, it's like, all right, you're not going to say, I can't. That. There's no way. Um, There's no way I can go and, and just agree to that. I agree. Like, too. oh, well, let's just put too. Brady up there because I he's playing too. his 88th season. It's not like, worth no. the argument. It's not worth the argument. So Fine. let's just agree that Bill Belichick belongs on the list, but maybe we could say that he's not the best coach in football as mm -hmm. it stands today. I would take other guys' new look, new approach over his 100%. And then you could couple that with the fact that they got like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as their dual offensive coordinators this year. Okay. But Harbaugh, I'm not going to argue it. 
I'm not going to argue with Andy Reid, even though I can easily, but they, they've both been around a long enough time and had plenty of success. Um, Cliff Kingsbury coming in at fourth. I just am I'm blown away that if they're going to take like a young up-and-coming coach, why wouldn't they take a guy like a Zach Taylor? who's not on the list. Why wouldn't they take a guy like a Sean McVay who just won the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they take... I could keep on going. I'm not going to, though. They could even put in the the, the Chargers coach. What's his name? Staley? Yes. Brandon Staley? Is that his name? Or yes. is that an old lineman? I think... I, man, I'm, I'm trying to do too many things at once right now you are, because you we got agree. naked, hot, cheap sex on Tinder bots coming into the goddamn chat. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid so of them all. The one thing I'll, I'll actually tip my cap to is that they didn't just gift Mike Tomlin a top 10 ranking in coaching because I feel like Mike Tomlin might be one of the most overrated <laughs> coaches in the league because he's a compiler. There, I said it. Ooh. A com- but no, he's, he's, a, he's a good coach, but I think a little bit overrated the same way I think Elway, which we'll get to, and Drew Brees were overrated. Mm. Um, who is that? <laughs> Dave, I can't read Man, I can't writing. read my own writing. Is that I'll right? I love the graphic again. Yeah, please, because I... Who the hell is that? that that's got to be somebody. Where's the graphic? LaFleur. <laughs> That's not even close to so LaFleur. I'm not going to disagree with his rank at six. I think it's probably could be anywhere from six to ten. I put some of the guys that have proven it over him for sure. Mm. Um, but, you know, he's got three straight seasons with 13 wins to start his NFL career. That's a record. But he hasn't won anything yet. But he's neither is Cliff Kingsbury. So I just struggle to put him above him. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you put that I haven't mentioned in the top ten that's not here? And who would you take out? Like wait, McCarthy's got to go. Wait, 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 time out. And I apologize for this. I'm not like I'm not paying attention, but I was trying to like do some fair, damage control. Fair. Did you put people in? To a degree. I said McVay needs to be in. Correct. He just won a Super Bowl. I would say that you could make the case for Bruce Arians in there if you're going to have a guy like Mike McCarthy in there. I would take any game that oh, I've ever... Oh, I'm thinking he's with Arizona. I'm any, sorry. Any coach, any game that I've ever gone into against... Bruce Arians with a Mike McCarthy coach team. I remember thinking going into the week, like we're going to be out coached in this one. So Bruce Arians to Fine. me is a better coach than Mike McCarthy. Fine. I think every coach in the NFL is a better coach than Mike McCarthy, but that's another conversation. But Arians isn't the head coach of the Bucks anymore. Oh, that's oh, true. That's right. Thank Tom you Holes. for the wow. Nailed thank it. you coming in from, from downtown. The corner three. Yeah, corner three. Beautiful. Uh, uh, Frank Reich being on the list, I think is a is you can make a case that he's in the top ten. But what about McDermott from Buffalo? He's not here. McDermott's one of the better coaches in the league. I and, think. and and the league knows that because every so single coach. this is an actual list. Yeah, this is why somebody it's like, published to me. This. That's why it's fake. It, it's I still feel like we're being trolled. Am I? I mean, I mean, they're saying it was on the legitimate pro football focus. Which, by the way, I'm gonna you know not to. I know I go in on these writers and these beat writers and people like that all the time, but like pro football focus has lost so much credibility over the last couple of years, just based on their articles that they write and based off their analytics. And this yeah, they, have, they, they, they had something about Zeke today. About Zeke that he was still How he's still got 36% of his rushing yards are after contact. Ooh, like what the, who cares? You know what I mean? So like this, because he's so slow, he gets hit right away. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Saw that, I saw that coming from a mile away. Uh, anyone that makes the Super Bowl with Jared Goff is a G, <laughs> according to Anand, and that's the goddamn truth. So that means McVay deserves to be all the way at two. I'm hard-pressed not to put him at one. It's Sean McVay. Like, he sh- he's the best coach in football right now. He coached his you know team to I a Super Bowl. You know I know Sean McVay's a really good coach? I fucking hate him. Right. I See, hate his when guts. When you hate his guts, would, you know he's good. I would take him because I like my coach right now, but if, if things did go south, I would, in a heartbeat, take Sean McVay. No question about it. Who else might take it? 
off this list. Uh, Pete Carroll got to go. But what about... Uh, yeah, Pete Carroll's going to be in for a world of hurting this year, bro. What about adding Zach Taylor to that list for bringing the Bengals to the Super well, Bowl? Well, that's what I said. Oh, Zach yeah. Taylor, he's coach of the year. I think you could move Mike Vrabel up the list. McCarthy's probably three, maybe four. <laughs> I say that totally in jest, just kind of hanging out with that one. Uh, but listen, there's a, there's a certain danger element to a Mike McCarthy this year. So Kyle thinks Sean McDermott is the best coach in football, and he said it with his chest. He yelled that at us. He wrote it Whoa, in all caps. All caps. To, you know, to I know all the really kids are saying no cap. Do you say that? You don't say that, right? <laughs> Thank God. Um, but anyway, so all caps saying that McDermott should be on there. But the danger that, that uh, Mike McCarthy is in this year, <laughs> like I would say he's coaching for his life. Because if he fails in Dallas, what team is going to say, you know what? He's in a very Here similar we go. Let's, situation. Let's bring on Mike McCarthy. What's going to end up happening is they're, they're a good enough team to win an, enough games to be like, you know, he's almost there. And their division is bad enough as to where he might get another division title. And it's harder to, to get rid of your coach when there's team success, even if it's not the Super Bowl. They're like, all right, are we going to set ourselves back with a new guy? Because there is a regression. You don't expect to win in your first year. Cowboys fired Jimmy Johnson after they won a Super Bowl. (laughs) Okay, but if you feel like you have a roster that's close, how many first-year head coaches have won? I think maybe Arians might have been a first-year head coach in Tampa, but that was a different situation. What, with Brady the same year? Was he? I don't think so. No, he was the year he had Winston to risk it for a biscuit. Uh, season with Jamie. <laughs> Risk it for a biscuit. Um, yeah, so that list is bogus. Uh, pro football focus. Take that big L um, and shove it where the sun don't shine. All right, so also yesterday, officially, the Denver Broncos have been sold to Walmart. <laughs> I'm kidding. But the heir to uh, the owner of Walmart has bought the Denver Broncos. Now, the reason why we, we bring up Mr. John Elway here is because of the loss that he suffered as a person. Um, uh, because... What was it a couple years ago? So no, when they when John Elway became an executive for the Broncos, there was a deal offered to him to buy twenty percent of an NFL franchise for fifteen million dollars. So to put that into terms of what an NFL franchise is worth now, it just sold for four point five billion. Elway turned down the offer at the time. He had just sold one of his companies that he started, (laughs) like a business venture of his, for seventy million. He had made over seventy million in his NFL career and plus fifty million in endorsements. So the guy made over one hundred and ninety million in his career. My heart does not bleed for him, and I'm sure he's well off. <clears throat> that said, he had a chance to be a twenty percent owner of an NFL franchise that he played his entire career for. Probably the worst business decision in the history of business. Because yesterday, when the Denver Broncos officially sold, the fifteen million dollar investment that he did not make would have been worth over eight hundred million dollars. Cha-ching! So pour out a little liquor for Mr. Elway, and I'm sure he'll be right there to catch it with his cup because he is in <laughs> fact a drunk. But I'm not here to bash John Elway, the the GM yet. No, no, not bash here to him bash the player, John Elway, the GM, the or the or the party animal. But I'm definitely here to bash people's take that John Elway is a top five or top ten quarterback in the history of the game. I don't want to misconstrue this because when I when I get involved in these conversations, my initial take is John Elway is a hack, right? And I I say that that's my pitfall. I'm not going to disagree with you here because I don't agree that John Elway is an actual hack. I do that to trigger people and to get a, elicit a response, and it does work. So clearly, John Elway is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but John Elway wasn't even arguably top three at any point in his career in the league that he played in. So you could all agree that Marino and Montana were better. Throughout that, throughout that era. And then we're talking about, we got Peyton Manning, we got Tom Brady. So then this era, we got so many guys that are playing now, they're like top five ever, or that just retired. And in terms of the recency bias that we all use, how my question is to all the people that put John Elway in your top five, how many people are in your top five? Because it's only allowed to be five. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Well, guess what? And if John Elway is one of them, you need to reassess. Or I, uh, that, that's a big running joke in my family. I have about Understand that you're a uh, Denver Broncos movies. fan. We get it. But the AFC didn't win a Super Bowl in the entire John Elway run in the AFC until the year he won it, which I guess is a feather in his cap. And obviously it is. He won it twice. But if John Elway won, shut the fuck up. I asked you a and question. And everybody brings that Answer up. Answer the question. And everybody brings you that can't up. Handle and everybody brings that up. Are you bitter because the Packers lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl? 100% bitter. But that has nothing to do with the reason why I think he's overrated historically. I think when we when we talk about Terrell Davis, I have no problem ranking him historically where he belongs. When we're talking about Shannon Sharp, I have no problem ranking him yeah, historically Yeah, he's a battling where he idiot on TV. Um, John Elway was a really, really... He was a great quarterback, but I put him in the same breath as a Warren Moon. Statistically, he's never had a season in his entire career where he's had less than 10 picks. His career passer rating is under 80. And... I know that the the football purists and the old school guys are going to throw all the shit at me, with it, which I do too, and it does have merit, and that's going to be, he played in a different era, you know, and he did, yeah, but you could say that about any quarterback that played before him as well, that he has better numbers then. So if you're going to do that and put Elway in the top five based on his numbers in the era he played in, then what about Johnny Unitas' numbers? What about Bart Starr's numbers? So that's the point that I'm making. Had to throw Bart Starr in there. I knew that was coming. Well, <laughs> if we're talking about... Winning being as a, a I was too busy winning, but you are or, or Roger Staubach. Would you really say that John Elway is better historically than Roger Staubach? I would not. I wouldn't. In fact, I'll go one further. I I'll go one further. Cowboys. I'll take Troy over John Elway. Oh, no way. Yes way. No, yes no, way. No. See, Three I'll Super disagree. Bowls, I'll disagree there. Jets. I'll definitely disagree there. I think also Aikman was one of the more overrated quarterbacks historically. I don't think that Aikman wasn't great, but I just think he was slightly overrated historically. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> He's not overrated. Stuff, I back this stuff up with, with hard data. I've had so many arguments about historic ranks in the quarterback position because of being a Brett Favre fan and a Packer fan having two guys that I could make the argument for in their respective careers that I've gone through all the hard all the hard numbers on this, and I just don't see I don't see it for John Elway. If he didn't win, which you can't take it from him, but those wins, like uh, Terrell Davis had 2,000 rushing yards in that mm -hmm. season. Like They were blowing teams out. Mike Shanahan's zone blocking scheme, a lot of the NFL picked, that up, picked up on that, and they're all doing it now. That was somewhat cutting edge, and highly almost illegal, the way they were approaching things, taking oh. careers away. What? No, I'm just looking at comments. Sorry. Everybody's <laughs> bashing me? Or? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Sean Redden says Aikman is Jay Cutler with a Super um, Bowl. They're not ring. bashing me. They're bashing not you, me. no me. I mean, they're mm. Jay I would Cutler say, with a Super I would say Bowl he ring. He was a better leader. He cared a lot more, way more prepared than a Jay Cutler. So uh, maybe if you want to say talent wise, I would say Aikman was better. He was smarter. Cutler had the the strongest arm maybe in the history of the NFL. That's all you could say about Jay Cutler. And he didn't care that he threw picks. So if you were a fan of the other team, then Jay Cutler was the man. Jay Cutler is like my favorite quarterback ever. What is that scoop? Would you take who would you take now? Aikman as Michael J. Fox at Chase or Elway as John Daly at Chase? <laughs> take Michael. I would take Aikman. Hilarious. That's really funny. Um, Troy Aikman, the only MVP quarterback without an MVP or a first team NFL. I think it's a decent take to say he's the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Jesus Christ! I mean, I could make cases for guys like Terry Bradshaw. I could make cases. Well, Bradshaw for, won like eight titles. Like he won a lot of Super Bowls. I know, and there was there was eight guys on the Hall of in the Hall of Fame on each side of the ball. On bro, that listen, team. The, the Hall of Fame has been skewed for a long time. It took Drew Pearson like eight decades to make the Hall of Fame. He was first team All Pro, first team All Decade. Like he was just an amazing receiver. And Harry Carmichael was making it before he did. Get out of here. So, so point that. being is um, they still had 
20 fucking Hall of Famers on that one team. Not one player on, I think the 77 Steelers played for another team. Not one guy on that whole roster. There's some crazy stats. So the Steelers- So were, they all retired as a unit? It was like pre-free agency. <laughs> you couldn't, you know, there's a lot of things that factored into that. Yeah. And what did Terry Bradshaw's numbers look like in those seasons? I think he had like 10 picks, 10 touchdowns in like- He won 12. a league MVP. It was though, like 10 touchdowns to Kyle. 12. Ah, fine. <laughs> I think Terry Bradshaw's numbers are really bad for a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, God. All right. Well, so, uh, sorry for Elway um, as far as losing all that money. Other NFL news, uh, Drew Brees has left NBC officially to go play quarterback for nobody because nobody's going to want Drew Brees right now. So I don't know what the hell he's going to do with his life. Maybe he actually just goes and enjoys some family time. Is there anything, he wrong, just leave. Is there anything wrong with that? No, there's not. You know, don't pull the Jason Witten and try and go back to a team that doesn't want you. It's not that we didn't want him. He's just, you know, it's past his prime. A no, lot no. past his prime. Yeah. I called him like Barney Rubble. He would just never like, he would run, but never go anywhere. Holding them hostage. He like, was. Hey, guys, I, I can't do the announcing thing, but I'm embarrassed. So I need at least one more season to clear my name. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, my mom, uh, typo there. Um, Dave's going to be the next Joe Madden. So apparently, a poor, <laughs> didn't he just get fired? <laughs> Joe Madden? Well, I think. The, she met she John. Just, she meant John. Yeah, well, she meant John, but she probably thinks that they meant John. And that's where, oh, oh, oh. you know, so there's a little um, language barrier, we'll call it a, language sports, barrier. a sports language barrier. <laughs> Eli Manning is going to give Aikman a run for his money as the worst quarterback in the hall. Correct, sir. But the, the age old debate is Eli he Manning. Disagreed. He just agreed that Aikman's the worst quarterback. No, in no, 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 no. By proxy. Oh, by shit, I did, didn't I? Did. But I don't agree with that. But I do agree that Eli Manning's going to waltz into Canton because of the Super Bowl rings and not because of his play. Because I still think to this day, not a hot take, Tony Romo, better quarterback than Eli Manning. Period. Stop. I, I could agree with that. You could agree with that. Thank I you think very much. Eli, what you say? I think in Eli like, lost for words. He, Why? Eli, I think that Eli might. It's hard to say that Tony Romo had a better career because he didn't. But this is the age-old debate that we have with quarterbacks. It's like Brady and and Rogers. Like Brady, I think is clearly the more accomplished. But I think Rogers is better. There's a compliment. I think Romo and, and is and a better skill. quarterback than than Eli Manning. Right. There's a compliment accomplishments and then there's skill. Accomplishments, yes. But, Brady, Manning, but when skill, you're measuring, Rogers, there Romo. is some immeasurables and some intangibles that Eli did bring to the table. <laughs> and I know you you could acknowledge it now. You're you you don't hate Eli. Eli, I think he's Eli, a phenomenal guy. <laughs> Eli brought things to the table late in games that he had the gene. He, he, had the clutch he gene. elevated his yeah, game, no, and no. that's really what you want to see out of your quarterback more so than anything. Receivers liked catching balls like you know when they're ducks in the air and they can't get a good spiral. Receivers yeah. like that kind of shit. <laughs> Anyway, Eli was a better hole. Ha ha, Jimmy, you're so funny, bro. So funny. Get out of the chat. Get him off this thing. Block him too, along with the sex bot. <laughs> I'd just like to throw my two cents in. No, nope. you don't get two cents. You're an intern. No, I'm kidding. What's up? Wow. All no. right. All right. I see how it is. I see how it is now. But look. you're about to take Rob's full time job, by the way. But keep going. <laughs> but look, the thing that he doesn't get a lot of credit for is the offensive line that that man had in front of him. He was getting clobbered left and right. Well, late in his career. Yeah, but even still, he was getting clobbered left and right, and he never got hurt. Yeah. Center so in the cabin, so never, never got hurt. How many times tough. did the Giants injure Tony Romo? He's tough. Romo nobody was fragile. Said he's not, nobody said Romo Eli, was fragile. I'm nobody not say said Eli wasn't tough, and Romo was tough. Romo played with, like, a fractured back. Bro, he punctured he a, a lung and beat the 49ers. Romo was a gamer. Punctured a lung, bro. Couldn't breathe. Went to Dude, he thought he was going right back in that game. I talked to Jesse Holly, the receiver of the Cowboys, who caught that game-winning catch. That Well, not game-winning, but caught the 80-yard catch and run. He who, said Tony Romo went into that game, better, changed the play. Matthew, Matthew Stafford or Tony Romo? See, that's not fair. I'm asking. It's, not, it's a fair question. They played head-to-head, -head and we beat them. 
If that makes any sense. Like, who do you who would you who do you think is a better quarterback historically? The numbers tell a different story because of the longevity of Stafford, but I think overall, I would take Romo over Stafford. That's I wouldn't pound for pound I, quarterback to lead my team down the field for a game winning drive. I'm taking Romo. I take, Romo I had a, he laced them in there. See, I take Stafford though because. You got fired, you, Nick. I'll, I'll pack up my things and leave today as soon as we're done. But, uh, Bye. But, no, I, I, I take Stafford because the other thing that you can't knock him for is literally in that team when he was in Detroit, <laughs> he pretty much just had Calvin Johnson. And those two were winning games left and right. And Romo only had T.O. It's the truth, though. No, I know. It's just it's well, no. Romo played on, on some good teams. Miles Austin was a good receiver. They had Miles Austin was a good receiver for a day and a half. And I love him. Name my look, son Miles. Look, <laughs> get him in. The, Cowboy, the Cowboys have had some weapons for Romo. Let's not let's not make any mistakes. He had Des Bryant and he had, he had Tio. He had Witten for the entire time. He had Zeke. He had, did he have Zeke for about a, a cup of coffee? That, that Demarco Murray had those seasons. Like he one had season. What about before him? There was like Romo played a while. Running backs don't last long. They've had running backs in Dallas. No, dude. Julius Jones, Felix Jones, Marion Barber, like guys like that, just serviceable, decent running backs, but not. Stars. It's it's funny when you want to uh, hear Dave try and talk bad before? about the Cowboys. <laughs> just try and have him Weird. elevate like Romo. So he's going to start talking shit about all the no, old no, Cowboys no, no, no. players. Like they sucked. It's like no. well, if you listen back in in mm. like 2006, Dave, they didn't suck. <laughs> all of a sudden, Romo is Aaron Rodgers. Time has served Romo well. Ah, uh, well, it, listen, Rob just came in. He's taking my job? Question mark. <laughs> no, Rob, just get your ass back here, bro. Um. Anyway. No, I, 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 I sincerely do not rush you back. Like that time is so fragile uh, right now or precious or whatever word I'm trying to actually come up with. Don't worry. We're good. We're good. Um, anyway. Oh, before we get out of here, there was a list that came out. Adam Shine ranked nine guys. Is it Shane? It's Adam Shine. Um, I know that for a fact because I used to work at Sirius. So I think I'm <laughs> pronouncing the Giants GM's name wrong. Is That's it? Joe Shane. Uh, yeah. Spelled the same. Nice little rhyme. I was just kidding. I was like, <laughs> people were probably like, the, the stream just froze. But like, we were just like caught in a moment and like in flux. Like, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, but it is Adam Shine, and he put out nine. Uh, that's uh, NYPD for nine. Um, a list of nine guys guaranteed to have a better year this year. Guaranteed. So this is like 100% better year this year than last year. Most improved, all that bullshit. So let's just go through it, run through it quick. Yes or no's, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. why? Mm -hmm. CD Lamb, I say yes by proxy. You lose Amari Cooper, you're going to get a lot of more, a lot more volume, especially in the first couple of weeks. If Gallup's out, he's already been interviewed. Like, are you number one? Of course, I'm number one. Blah, 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 right? CD Lamb has to take the next step. I think he's improved. I have to look at his numbers. What were what, what were his totals? Low last year. So then, yes, if he, but if he eclipsed like 80 catches, which I don't think he did, I don't know that first. If it's like I 80 catches, a thousand yards, then it might be tough to, to repeat that because so I think the Dallas offense is going to look a little you got bit him already? this year. Yeah. Oh, Jesus uh, he's so good. Last year for 2021, he had 79 uh, receptions, uh, so 1,102 yards, average 13.9 yards per uh, how many tugs? Uh, six. I think that he's going to improve on those numbers just because of the volume. But like we talked about, there is no guarantee that just because you're the number one now, like I think the number two in certain situations is really good for certain guys. And there is a number two on here that will make that you list know, for that reason. Um, I don't know that he could really do much more than what his role was. 
other than get more targets. But in terms of where he's going to line up on the field, they're not going to put him where. Mark I think they're still going to put him in the slot yeah. and all that where he's good. So he's not. I don't think he's a true number one type of receiver, even though he's the number one on Dallas. Uh, but yeah, he will. I think he'll do better than those numbers. But I don't know about how much significantly. Like it's going to be hard. Like what? What if he gets ninety <laughs> catches and seven touchdowns? It's an improvement. But ready, ready for the the joke of the day. Uh, big year coming for CD, but they're still not going to CD second round. Oh, baby. Redden from Philly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? There is a, a Eagle on this list, but real quick, the second one, Patrick Sertan Jr. The reason why he's going to be better, I think, and I agree with shine on this one. Um, the defensive line got better. And when you're a secondary player and you're a corner and your safety, you cover for a little less time when you get a better pass rush. It's Bradley Chubb. And now it's Randy Gregory. That's why I think Sertan's going to be player? Yes. I mean, second year corner, you make the leap. Yeah, rookie year, you struggle. But you're always going to be covering the now number you one got guy. A so bit of data on these guys that you're going up against, and yes, improvement across the defensive front. I could agree. It's just hard to say a corner like he played well last year. Did he? Yeah, he played injured? real well. So well, pick six and everything. Like he played very well. Uh, that, remember, I was going, banging I over the like, head. I was I like, come like, on! I feel like I wanted him. If I'm being honest, so far the first two lazy. Lazy by Picks, him. Right. Lazy by him. There's a couple more lazy ones on here. He's speaking to the third one. Lazy. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> uh, he's guaranteeing he'll play better. I have to say yes, because A.J. Brown is now a target. You move Devonta Smith to a number two role in which he'll probably excel even more. And then you got the, the clown who can't catch a ball. He'll probably catch more balls this year than he's ever caught. Uh, what the hell is his name? What's that? A.J. Brown? No, no. The Jalen Rager? Rager. That guy, he stinks. But... Again, he'll probably be better as a third guy, not as relied on heavy, you know, so we'll see. Again, I'm not sure that he's going to do much better statistically. I think the Eagles will be a little bit better football team, but it's still, you know, last year when you're looking at his totals, his rushing yards, if he's going to throw the ball more, he's going to do worse running the ball because mm. they have now the receivers to complement the running game. So you would expect, like, that's the idea when you get receivers is that you could throw to them. So ah. Philly's going to be a little less reliant on Jalen Hurts' legs <clears throat> for that reason. Depending on how you're looking at this, I think Philly will be an improved ball club, but I'm not so sure that Jalen Hurts' numbers are going to be better next year, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't work for the team. Okay. Uh, number four, familiar to the Gooch, A.J. Dillon. Now, the reason why I agree with this one is because, well, maybe not maybe not wholeheartedly agree that he's improved, and I'm only looking at the stats. Is Aaron Jones, is this his contract year? No, he's got three more years left. So what the, f I mean, are they just completely turning into a two-headed thing? Well, they were last year. He had like no, but I'm saying like even more like this year, like really hammering home that there's when you see splitting, splitting. When you're playing at home in Green Bay and it's December, you be you're going to be using AJ Dillon in that game because he's 250 pounds and nobody wants to come up and make those hits. So stylistically, mm. the, the game that Green Bay is going to be putting out there this year is going to be defense, run the football, and then if you need something late, heroics out of Rodgers in the fourth quarter. And I hate to say this because I never really liked this team. But it's to me with the secondary being the way it is, having potential on the defensive side of the ball, uh, a really good quarterback, not great receivers, and a really good running game. It looks a lot like the the Legion of Boom, Pete Carroll, Seattle Seahawks with Aaron Rodgers instead of Russell Wilson. It really does remind me of that that makeup of the roster. So yeah, I, I could easily see AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones has had a lot of mileage in this league. And he's not the biggest guy, so you could expect at least a game or two that he misses here or there, and A.J. Dillon becomes the clear Fair. number one guy in that situation. I do think that there's a, a, a very significant arrow up on A.J. Dillon this year. He has a very good chance to outplay his draft status in fantasy. His stats if we're going fantasy with this. this. I mean, for being a, uh, you know, 
The number two. Supplementary number two back, yeah. yeah. He played 17 games, uh, had 187 rushing attempts, 803 yards. He had 803 yards as a yeah. two? That's what I was saying. When yeah, we talked about when we were talking about the conversation with Zeke and A.J. Dillon, I was like, I, I mean, AJ Dillon. Zeke only had 200 more rushing yards but than, he's far, than he did. I, I think that A.J. Dillon's far more valuable being that he's trending up and Zeke is trending down and Zeke is going to get picked in the third round versus A.J. Dillon maybe fifth, sixth round. So the value is in A.J. Dillon. In fantasy. Got it. Next guy. I wholeheartedly agree with this one. Michael Pittman Jr. That is the Carson Wentz effect. Because you lost Wentz, you're getting Matt Ryan. By proxy, you're going to be a better receiver. They drafted well. Um, I don't think there's going to be as much focus on Pittman. They're going to have to spread the ball around. But I think Pittman has another great year. I really liked him last year. I like him even more this year with Matt Ryan. Very solid receiver and young enough to make a leap. Yeah, I agree. And the situation that he's in, the focus is going to be completely on stopping the run and what that offensive line is able to do. Matt Ryan, he's proven in the past that he could throw the ball deep. He's had a, a, a lot of bigger receivers to throw to. Michael Pittman's six foot five, so it adds up. I do agree Michael Pittman will have a, an improvement. But again, when you look at his numbers, I'm not so sure how much. Also, another lazy pick by our boy Shine. Okay. Uh, one that question marks, um, Gabriel Davis. I love Gabriel Davis. I do too. However, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. They also lost Cole Beasley. So there's a little bit more on him. Stefan Diggs obviously gets the attention over there. Josh Allen's playing all world, but like Gabe Davis all of a sudden moves up to the two. Now it's time for him to answer that kind of call. Yeah. Like you got to be the guy I think, over there. I think Gabriel Davis proved that he could answer that call. Look what he did in the postseason last year. He, right. Games. He Gabriel lit the Davis war on is fire. A, is a I stud agree. When he gets the opportunity in that offense, any guy lined up in the number two spot is going to do well. Why did Cole Beasley have a resurgence in Buffalo? It had nothing to do with Cole Beasley. I mean, it did. He did the work. But you understand that that system is going to produce for that spot. No question about it. Stefan Diggs is going to draw all the coverage. They got Dawson Knox, who's a very underrated tight end. And Singletary, who... They have help now with Singletary. I don't think Moss is still there, but they did draft a running back this year, right? Who? The the Bills. Draft a running? Yeah, they had yeah. to have, yes. So they drafted a running back, so that could push Devin Singletary a little bit, who also played don't really they have, well. Don't they still have uh, the other guy? Yeah, but I think he's kind of, they're, they're kind the of. What the his name? Zach Moss. Moss. I think you they're kind of over answer. that project. Um, but Devin Singletary, again, last year in the, at the end of the year is when he churned things up. So that's what you want to see out of your back. And Buffalo, there's just so many weapons there. And Josh I Allen do A.J. Bascone actually bringing a good one in. Jameson Crowder actually signed with Buffalo. So that's another that's, sneaky, that's sneaky perfect. good pick. Good spot for Jameson Crowder this year to, to ball out. They did draft a uh, running back in the second round, uh, James Cook out of Georgia. Oh, yeah. Dal- uh, Davin, yeah. Dalvin's Dalvin's little brother. Little brother. Yeah, so he's true. more of like a pass catcher. So that also helps for Josh Allen. Very surprised, and I'm not, maybe not very surprised based off of the way this guy talks, but Beasley hasn't landed anywhere. Like, he's still just chilling, doing nothing except bad rap. <laughs> like, he's Bro, just... When, when you're, like, extremely regular and you're making noise, nobody wants anything to do with you. It's simple yeah, as that. Like it's just and, and it, too it much. lends to the Marquette King situation because he could punt, but nobody wants you to get 15-yard penalties when you're a punter. Shut the fuck up, and you would have... Been in the NFL. I could say that now because I feel like that ship sailed. I mean, it didn't ship sail. He commented on one of our things the other day. Oh, so hopefully he's not watching today. What's up, Mark? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even making that up. Like, you definitely I, did. I also... He, you I, know which one I, he commented on? I also on? firmly believe that, so... He knows it, too. So, so be it. He knows it, too. He would have to have to change his whole personality just to play in the league, and that's bullshit. We, we have established that when we had him on our show, right? Um, but, yeah, he commented on the video that I said... If I'm a, what? If I'm a GM, I'm not fucking doing it. 
If he can punt the ball as well as he does, I'm doing it. I'd be like, God, I mean, like, if you could punt the ball as well as you can, there's got to be someone else that could do that without the 15-yard penalty. That's my But you're, you're, you're act as if he's like the, 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 the uh, walking 15-yard penalty. It happened like twice, maybe. You know, like he was, it was like John Gruden. <laughs> there you go. John Gruden is racist. I take it all back. I take it all back. He belongs exactly. in the league. Thank you. Oh my God! No. Anyway, uh, a couple more on this list, real quick. No, coming in number seven, Blendin. I, I don't. I don't really Cole agree. <laughs> I don't agree with this one at all. Um, Evan Ingram, who signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, while a change of scenery is always good, and he, he kind of stunk out loud with the Giants. Like he he didn't have the ability to catch the football. So like, unless you improve that ability. I don't care who's throwing it to you. You got to catch it. Like I feel the like balls were like they were there for you, and you dropped them. Low hanging fruit on Jacksonville too with with Christian Kirk. You would imagine him being the number one target over there now. Them giving him mm. eight billion dollars to go play receiver that he's going to do better than he's ever done. In the fact that he hasn't caught more than eight hundred yards in any given season, so you would expect that they gave him all that money. They're going to throw him the ball a lot. Evan Engram, there's no guarantees with Evan Engram. Guarantee that he's going to do better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You could equally just say, "I guarantee he's not going to make the roster," right? Because <laughs> who the fuck knows? No, he's talented, but he hasn't yeah. lived up to it yet. I, if you so, this is where I come to Daniel Jones's uh, defense a little bit. You can't. So, That's not allowed here. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> some of the some of the fumbles and stuff that you know are credited to him. Half the time he'd hit Evan Ingram in the hands. It literally go through his hands or hit off his hands and go into a, you know. Oh, so half the interceptions you mean, yeah. not the fumbles. Yeah. yeah. Half the interceptions. And it's like nobody nobody was crediting Evan, Evan Ingram with that. And I'm like, you're hitting the I think they I mean, did. I think Giants fans were definitely you very when noisy. You're looking at Daniel Jones Obviously, there's some drops issues for Evan Engram, but if you, what would you say out of the 30 fucking million turnovers he's committed? Well, we could blame like four of them on Evan Engram, and that's probably a reach. I agree that Evan Engram sucks and he can't catch because I've drafted him too many times in fantasy where he's let me down with zero points in my lineup, or he drops like a touchdown that would have won it for me. And the Giants had that at that fact, but um, Daniel Jones. Uh, Aaron Ingram sucking has nothing to do with Daniel Jones sucking. They both suck. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Uh, Sean Redding came in and not, said the uh, verdict is still not out on him. He, he said, still be, "Beware of the wide receivers with Dougie P." So be, because Dougie Peterson's down there, and I guess they, they excelled under him in Philly, then maybe that's why you give the credit to Evan Ingram to maybe take that leap to be a better player. I don't know, man. I don't care if it's uh, Daniel Jones, know. Sunshine, whoever's throwing him the damn ball, he still stinks. Uh, last or last two? Well, the one Andrew Thomas. I mean, whatever. If he's an improved lineman, great. You know, like, yeah, have, by proxy, by default, you got to get better. The other one is Hollywood Brown. And I'm looking at him going to Arizona, and he's going to a very similar quarterback. Run first, run heavy quarterback. Um, the only thing I could say for Hollywood is that the pressure will be off him a little bit. Once DeAndre Hopkins gets back from suspension, he'll be the two, right? So you get a little less attention. You get the second corner. You get the slot stuff. That's the only thing I can say that why he would improve um, drastically or a guarantee according to Shine. But like, I don't know, man. I, I don't th- he's not the two because they still have uh, AJ Green. I mean, AJ well, Green's. I mean, I know he's not great, but I'm brought a little looking for AJ Green's yeah. career. <laughs> that, no, that great one, I will say Rondell Moore is it might be good too, but like Hollywood Brown was brought in there to be the two. Well, yeah, they made the investment on him. For a reason, trade a lot for him. Yeah, yeah, they gave up a lot for him, and with no Hopkins there for <laughs> Janine for, for coming the first in part of the season with no Hopkins, you obviously are looking for a number one guy. <laughs> She's big fan of Ingram, big fan. She says Ingram sucks. Yes, we are well aware. So anyway, um, yeah, 
that's that. Uh, Murray is a um, Murray is a much better deep ball passer than Jackson. I don't know, AJ. Did you see the viral video going around about Lamar Jackson throwing fifty yards from one knee? Like, are we? <sighs> Like, oh, but you know what the best part was? It was the quotes that came after that. Like, but he's a quarterback. I'm a running back. And I'm just like, dude, if you're an NFL player, did you see Justin chances Herbert, are Justin you Herbert's, could throw the ball uh, 50 yards. Justin <laughs> Herbert's workout when he was doing the, the combine thing or his pro day, he threw 70 yards from one knee. So, or on his knees. Yeah, that to me, it's, it's cool. I know it Madison shows, saw the workout. It shows, arm <laughs> it shows arm strength, but it has zero bearing on, on actual uh, playing Christ. quarterback. Whatever. Adam Shine, your you list Drew is... Drew Brees could throw 10 yards on his knees? <laughs> Drew Brees better get on his knees and pray that an NFL team gives him a chance because he's got nothing else going on right now. Um, Dallas will bring him in as a backup. That's what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, anyway, you know, he would be brought in as some kind of coach if, if Sean Payton decides to become the Cowboys head coach next year. Drew Brees will be the, the quarterback coach. Put that in the bank. Put that in the old memory bank Wait, for say your that sports knowledge. So Sean if Sean Payton goes Brees, to Dallas, Cowboys. which everybody thinks he will if the Cowboys don't win a Super Bowl, right, or get to the NFC Championship game, have you, um, that Drew Brees will be welcomed on the coaching staff. Mm. I, don't see, I don't see Drew Brees anything other than the man wherever he goes. I don't, I don't see him being underneath. He's got to swallow his pride, dude. This isn't this – isn't, 15 years ago and even 15 years Bro, ago if you made that willing, argument about willing, him being top three ever to swallow his pride in his be, pride if he was willing to swallow his pride he'd be he'd be cashing that 25 million dollar check to call notre dame games right now but <laughs> the purdue boilermaker go irish um anyway but yeah i don't see it so i don't know scoop keeps saying he's Jamarcus coming here tomorrow Russell threw 90 yards and his ass stunk that's what i read at first <laughs> i was like wait Abby, how do you know what his ass smells like but then i reread the comment and uh, it says, yes. jamarcus russell threw 90 yards from his ass and he stunk <laughs> So not only does he stink, his ass stinks too. Everything stinks about Jamarcus Russell. But anyway, uh, our oh, it be coming in. I know. I don't know if you listened to the entire show, but our our thoughts and prayers with the Mets fans right now as they hold their breath again um, for more injuries. And like I said, nobody roots for that shit. Uh, we hope everybody, um, you know, they can weather another storm. So we'll see. But the the lead in the uh, in the division definitely does serve them, uh, a purpose at this point. It does. So that'll do it. That'll do it. We got to get to work. We're gonna do some. Uh, I've got a meeting now, according to Sean. He's going to come by. Dr. Sean's going to come by and hang out a little later on. But for Sturch and Gooch, of course, Nick filling in for the paternity leave uh, of Rob and Madison, who provided us with a fake plant, after all. So... I don't know how to feel about that. But then we then she's been, you know, she ran to Staples. She's doing she's doing wonders over here. So to mom and dad who are watching at home, she's a gem and I knew she would be. So We'll see you guys tomorrow for a uh, analysis on what goes down tonight for game three of the NBA Finals. The Yankees and the Mets are back in action tonight. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to talk about tomorrow. So we'll dive in. Please subscribe. Please like the video. Please, por favor, like the video. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.